Meseches Pea Perk Aleph Mishnah Dalit. This Mishnah will tell us which types of produce are those that one must leave Pea when he harvests them. Now, to understand this Mishnah, first you have to understand that the taxonomy of the Mishnah, the way the Mishnah divides up different types of edible foods that grow from the ground, um, are as follows. There are things called yurakos, greens. Then there's kidneyos, things that you plant for the sake of the seeds. Then there's tavua, grain. Then there's peros, fruits, which can be peros from the arts, from the ground, and peros from the tree creates. So just to be clear here, yurakos are vegetables, literally greens. They're crops that you cultivate to eat the plant itself. So for example, a lettuce or a cabbage, parsley, endive, escarole, celery, etc. Those are your rakos. Then you have kidneyos. Kidneyos are plants that you uh, cultivate for the sake of eating the seeds they grow. So that would be things like beans, peas, lentils, rice, etc. Then there's tavua. Now, tavua in truth is sort of a subset of kidneyos. Tavua means grains. Um, but of course, grains really are grasses. And they're specifically, tavua refers to the five grains typically, the chameshat mine dagan, the five different uh, species of grains, um, which are grasses where you harvest to make breads and bread stuff out of them. So those are wheat, barley, oat, spelt, and rye. Then you have uh, peros. Pre is a fruit, the fruiting body of the plant. So you could have peros aretz. They're the fruits that grow on the ground. So things like a cucumber or a melon, a strawberry, etc., where you're eating a fruiting body that is on the ground, that grows on the ground. And then um, there are peros fruits that grow on trees, um, priha eats, uh, priha ilan, and that will be things like an apple or a lemon, etc. So in general, we'll see that peya could apply to all of those things. Now, um, the Mishnah now will limit where of those categories, certain it doesn't apply for one of the following five reasons, the five criteria that will limit these crops from being obligated and leaving peya. The Mishnah says, Klal amruba peya. There's a general principle when it comes to peya. All produce that meets the following five criteria must have peya left for them, and these are them. Kol shu ochel. It has to be that the food that's being cultivated is food proper. That is to say, for human consumption. So if you are cultivating a plant and it could be eaten if you really were starving, but normally the plant is grown for the sake of making, let's say, a, a blue dye, that's Sviche Istis that uh, the Gemara brings in Barthuna brings. Um, so since that's not normally cultivated for the sake of human consumption, it's exempt from Peya. And similarly, if you're cultivating food for the sake of animal feed, then if it's normally animal feed, that species is exempt from Peya. Secondly, Vanishmar. That's be that this crop is guarded, meaning that people actually take the effort to protect it from others and other animals taking it. So hypothetically, if a person would walk into a field and you would find that there's a bunch of wild olive trees growing and he harvests olives, he need not leave pay on those olives because it wasn't Nishmar, it wasn't uh, guarded. The Gedula of Mina Arts, it has to be that the produce we're talking about draws its nourishment from the earth, from the ground. That comes to exclude different kinds of fungi like mushrooms and truffles because a mushroom isn't a plant and it's not an animal, it's a third 
category of living species, a different kingdom called fungus. Um, and a mushroom draws its nourishment not from the ground per se, but rather from some decaying matter in the ground. That's why mushrooms grow on dead things or on the sides of trees and so on. So a mushroom or a truffle, which is really a, supposed to be a kind of a mushroom, uh, is uh, not drawing its nourishment from the ground and therefore exempt from peyote. The fourth criterion is ulikitasu ka'achas, which means it's harvested all at once. That is to say, if you have a plant, say a fig tree, so fig trees produce figs throughout the summer, and they're constantly ripening on the trees. So if you want to harvest your figs, you can come back every week and pull new ripened figs off the trees. Since they're not a single harvest for the entire fig crop, it's not considered likitasu ka'achas, and such a plant or tree in this case would be exempt from leaving peya. It has to be a, a one single harvest of the whole the whole crop. And finally, it has to be that this particular type of produce is gathered in and stored away. It can be stored. So that will really come to, really come to exempt most types of urocos, most types of greens, because if you harvest parsley and try to put it in storage, it will shrivel up and die very fast, as opposed to if you harvest onions or olives or wheat, you can put it in storage for a long time. All those things are high bepeya. All those Anything which meets those five criteria is obligated in leaving peah. The Mishnah concludes by saying that grains and uh, kidneys, you know, legumes, etc., are in this category. That is to say that if hypothetically a person would be harvesting some kind of wild wheat that wasn't nishmar, for example, that wasn't guarded, it would be exempt from peah.